This is Contractor Sense with Ruth King. Welcome to Contractor Sense. Here you discover ideas, tactics, news, and information that matters to your contracting business and you. I'm your host, Ruth King. This episode is sponsored by Profitability Movement. Google profitability-movement to join this community of business owners focused on building profit, increasing wealth, and giving back. Thank you for joining us. Here's how we will help your business and you today. Over the next few weeks, I will share ideas to help your business and you in 2022. Implement a few of them and you probably will see increased sales and increased profitability. In the last episode, Jamie Wong talked about how to use customer service to scale your business. Today, we'll explore using SEO, a long-term strategy, not an immediate overnight sensation fix. My guest, Brittany Murphy, gives you the good, bad, and ugly about SEO and how to get started and what you can expect. Brittany, welcome to Contractor Sense. Thank you for having me, Ruth. I'm glad to be here and hopefully we'll make SEO as sexy as it can be. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to tell everybody that you gave me and you emailed me one of the best pitches I've ever gotten. So you definitely know your marketing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. And that's kind of the biggest thing, even when it comes to SEO, is you got to stand out a little bit. And I think that's kind of what made us able to get together, Ruth, was that marketing helps you stand out. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, you know, we have a lot of things that we want to talk about today. But, you know, my first thing is, you know, SEO gets you know, thrown around a lot, but how do you really incorporate SEO in a website? Yeah, and we can definitely go into how to get that started as well. Really, when it kind of comes down to incorporating SEO is it's all about showing yourself as an authority in your industry. And authority comes by the way of content and not just any content, resourceful, helpful, key content that Google is loving that its researchers are finding and you're providing that. So kind of how we incorporate that into a website immediately is with as much new content as you can provide that's resourceful, you're trying to tell Google and sending them as many clues as possible about what you do and what area you are doing that in to basically show them what you should rank for and where you should rank for those things. So a lot of times that means everyone's going to have service pages with good information on it, new blog posts answering questions, and maybe even those shorter questions they're adding more FAQs to their website and just these initial things to make sure they're kind of adding that SEO and when it gets to there. All right. So when you say Google researchers, are they bots? Or are they real people? They're real people. Yes. So Google obviously has many things to kind of figure out what's going on with it, but what they're trying to do with this algorithm and when they change it every single time, all they're trying to do is make it better for the end user. Now they're making our jobs tougher as SEOers, but we agree with a lot of things that they're doing because it's making it better for that in-person to get to it. So if you are writing really good content and answering a question so well, Google wants to reward you because as the end user, I appreciate that article. And so that's what they're kind of doing is really molding these two worlds together as much as possible to benefit the good guys. <laughs> The good guys. Okay. Is it the good guys or the guys who can write good content? Oh, I mean, you got me there, Ruth. Yeah. I mean, that is kind of the hard part is a lot of times people who rank number one are not good companies. They just have really good marketing strategies behind it. So yes, that's what the due diligence of every end user has to be as well as what am I reading? Do I trust it? And is this worthy of authority in that industry with it? So you got me there. That's kind of why I like to help the good guys. We have to step out there as well. We have to be represented. And by doing that, that just means being more visible on Google at the end of the day. Yeah. I mean, 
most of the contractors, they're probably listening to this right now going, I can't write content. <laughs> I can barely listen to audio. I can't write. I mean, I can fix stuff. So how do you handle those types of situations where you have really, really great businesses, great business owners, great customer service, great ability to fix and do and maintain and replace, but they can't write. Mm -hmm. I mean, the simple solution is you find a company that can, like ourselves, but it's a lot of things you can do in-house still. It's just, you gotta be, think of baby steps with it, Ruth. And that's kind of what I like to empower people to do is you can do a lot of these things that a big SEO company can do. You can do them in your, your own home, your own business, kind of going from there with it. And when it kind of comes down to it, yes, writing is the biggest portion of anything you have. So my quick tip for anybody out there in the trades is someone's answering your phone to get the new leads, get the business. Whoever that person is, have them have a post-it note beside the phone. And when they get a new question from any of your prospects that are calling, have them write it down. By the end of the week, they'll know the most popular and frequent questions that any of your potential prospects are asking them. This is where you find content from. And you do not have to be an amazing writer. You just have to know what you're talking about. And you know we work with trades, so we understand a lot of their businesses because we've worked with them so much. But when you're actually in that business, you know the right answer. So you're, you're answering that question as if you were facing that person in their home talking about their plumbing issue or their roofing issue. Whatever that issue is, you're talking to them as if, you know, they're that five-year-old that doesn't understand it, <laughs> just explaining it. That's how you create content. It's just explaining things as easy as possible to them. And that's what Google really endorses. That's resources as people understand what you're talking about after they read it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing probably for them would be, okay, I can't write it, but I can explain it. So maybe we just record it and let yes. somebody like you just make it pretty. Yes. I mean, the quickest way we do it is, yeah, we have a quick call with a client to say, hey, what things do you want to make sure included? What things do you not want us to touch on if we can avoid it as all cost? So that's kind of the simplest of ways of, yes, even if you thought of, okay, here's that list of the 10 questions my receptionist wrote down from this week. I'm going to go to my phone, do voice chat and answer this question. And you can answer it a couple of times and then have your receptionist put that together. Okay. So this wasn't the cleanest grammar. That's fine. <laughs> but does this make sense? You know, and that's kind of where I tell everybody, a lot of times those FAQ questions, they don't have to be long blog posts. They might just be a couple of sentences to answer it. That's all yeah. you have to do as a business owner. And anyone can voice a text. There's many bots out there now that will do that for you as well. That's a clean and easy way to do it at home, Ruth. You're exactly right there. Yeah. Well, the other thing is that, you know, I think, and tell me if I'm wrong, Google now likes video, Google likes mm -hmm. audio. And so if you even have the FAQ questions in writing, does it make sense to have them in video and audio too? Yeah. I mean, if we wanted to blow a page out of the water, what I would suggest for that tradesperson is you answer that question as a blog post as fully and as capably as you can you create a video where you're saying the answer. So now they're getting to see you a little bit more. They're getting to know your brand. You're answering it. They're building more confidence with you at that portion of it. And basically that text you have from that blog post, you would re-add to that YouTube video. So therefore that text is as many places as possible because Google does love video. Um, the problem, however, is we can't see the text with some of these things just yet. So unless you're putting that transcript on the video or on that audio, Google can't physically see it just yet. 
So that's what you do have to get around is still making sure you have that physical content on your videos or on your pages for Google to read it and then see the clues you're sending them to saying, okay, I understand this. You do plumbing in Cleveland, Ohio. Got it. That's what you want to make sure they're seeing out of all these videos and text and everything. Yeah. Well, they're just going to have to create the code to be able to <laughs> listen to it. Come on, Google. What's the problem here? <laughs> I know they're, they're still doing manual reviews, so I'm sure it will come eventually. You're right. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Um, we need to take a quick break. Brittany, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, how do they do it? The quickest way would be going to our website. It is onethingmarketing.net. And we have a little button at the very top that says book a strategy session so they can just book a time slot and they'll be on my calendar to talk to me directly. And it's free to do that, correct? It is free 30 minutes and we'll audit your website and audit any SEO you have and we'll have a brainstorming session together during that call. Sounds great. And we will be right back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. If you want all of your employees to do the things the way you want them to, you have to have clear procedures they can follow. Hate writing? Prefer to be doing things that generate revenue for your company? Then invest in one of my proven operations manuals, best practices that I've developed over 35 plus years to increase revenues and profits, and of course, build wealth. There are manuals for small companies with less than $750,000 in revenue and larger residential, commercial, and plumbing companies. There are also manuals for service managers, dispatchers, and installation managers. As Jim Maltman, owner of Four Seasons in Kingsville, Texas said, everything is in the manual. Now, whenever anyone asks me how to do something, I just point to the manual. It is dog-eared and tabbed. And Ricky Martin, owner of Martin Heating and Air said, I purchased your operations manual last year and have seen a significant difference in our operations since then. Don't waste your time trying to write a manual. Use my proven procedures. Go to www.hvacchannel.tv or call us at 770-729-0258 for the details on each manual. Welcome back. Thanks for listening to Contractor Sense. I'm talking with Brittany Murphy and we are talking about SEO. Before the break, we talked about how to incorporate SEO into the website. And Brittany gave us a really, really great idea of have the person who's answering the phone write down all the questions that customers are calling in that week, and that starts your, your materials for SEO. Uh, there's a couple of things I would like to talk about right now, if that's okay with you, Brittany. Yes. All right, so I see so many contractors go, okay, I just did SEO. Why aren't I getting thousands of dollars in sales? for example, or it's, you know, 16,000 leads. I'm exaggerating to some extent, but <laughs> they, they assume it's this short-term thing and it's not correct. Correct. So how I always talk about SEO is this is the unfortunate thing your doctor tells you of, you have to eat correctly and exercise to maintain a healthy regimen and a healthy weight. So that is what SEO is. It, it is not the quick diet pill that we're all searching for. But what it is, is allowing us to lead that better life, just like a you know, healthy diet and exercise does. So I really love using this for everyone in the trades, because when it kind of comes down to SEO, you are right there in their eyes when they're looking for it. But unfortunately, you have to actually work and build. And, you know, as we said, not all the good guys are always rank at the top because there's other people doing more work than them. But because you actually have this content on your website, it does bring you that more authority and trust because your information is on your website where your potential clients are going to find out more about you. 
So although I love SEO, it is what I recommend everybody to do. There is obviously a place for ads, Google ads and pay-per-click. So what I tell everybody is because SEO is that long-term solution, it, you own it, you're building upon it. If you do need a diet pill to jumpstart it, that's when you look into ads. Ads for a lot of trades can be $30 to $50 a click. Now, you just Gosh. said you wanted 16,000 leads. <laughs> Could you imagine paying 50 bucks for each of those leads and then only a fraction of them turning into a real lead? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. You'd yes. have to have a marketing budget, you know, in the hundreds of thousands or something like that to be able to afford that. Yeah. So a lot of our guys, even if they're roofing, HVAC, plumbing, they might be spending two, three, up to $5,000 a month on ads. And when we can actually give them real SEO and they can rank, they are dropping that budget to minimal because they do no longer require that to get the same amount of leads as what they got before. So they knew it was a long-term solution. They supplemented with ads until their website was bringing them in that 16,000 leads or, you know, whatever their goal was. Once they hit that, that's when we can really back off with the ads because they're finally hitting that joyful benefit of just feeling great every day when you eat right and you exercise. You know, we've all <laughs> took a break on our over COVID, but we knew what that life was like and we did it well. That's what SEO really feels like is everything you've done and we've worked hard for is rising to the top and you get to reap all the benefits of it. Yeah, absolutely. But you also have to keep feeding it. You can't say, okay, we've done it, we're here, and then stop. Yes, and that's where it still relates back to health and diet and exercise. So you might have a huge transition and a journey up. So maybe you have that 90-day uh, weightlifting program that you're doing to get you there. SEO can be very similar. You're focusing a lot on the fundamentals you need to do to get there. And then once you're there, you're focusing on the basics you need to keep implementing. And I think that's probably something we want to talk about is really how to get started with this and how yes. to kind of keep on that diet and exercise regimen. You just, I mean, you just got my next question. So how do we start? <laughs> yes. So how I tell everybody the first few steps to do, whether you're working with a company or doing this yourself, is you're going to start with your main services. So if you don't mind, let's just take a roofing contractor, for example, so I can play this out. Okay. So a roofing contractor, they could have residential, they could have commercial work, they could have repair, replacement. They could do metal, they could do shingles, and there's a lot more variations other than that, but let's just say those are the main services they're trying to get business for. Each of those individual services needs to have its own separate page on your website. So kind of how we mentioned, you know, if, if you answered a question and you wrote a video about it, well, that's kind of what these service pages need to look like. They have image, they have text, and they have text that sends clues to Google of what you're trying to say that you do. So if that roofing contractor is in Las Vegas, then he is making sure it's known he is in Las Vegas at the same time. Now, maybe you remember the old days, it used to be able to say, hi, I'm a roofing contractor in Las Vegas, Nevada, serving Las Vegas, Nevada clients with roofing services. Oh my <laughs> that's gosh. How, that's how <laughs> SEO used to be back in the good old days of when it came out. Now that has turned on its head. So you need to have those individual services with their own pages. Once you have those, that's where we're going to go back to that authority measure we talked about earlier. So go back to that list of the main questions you keep getting asked and start to answer those with different blog posts and videos and share that on your social, share that everywhere as much as possible. Because answering those questions, again, it's building trust and authority in what you do to show that outwardly. And all right. Yeah, you mentioned, all right, I, I, I get it. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sorry. But you oh, mentioned something, no, you mentioned something really interesting. You said put it on social. So does Google now look at social and see whether it comes back to your website? 
Not directly. And as in the grand scheme, we would like it to No, what I want people to push those things on a social because my trades guys, they don't get a lot off Facebook ads. They don't get a lot off their posts, but your clients are still going to social media to see if you are legitimate in what you do. So if you share what this website, you're trying to pack all this information together on and sharing that outwardly, there's more opportunities for people to find you. So this isn't an SEO tactic, but it is a conversion tactic. Because again, if we're doing all this marketing to get people to go to our website and find us and they say, okay, this roofing contractor in Las Vegas looks pretty good. His work looks good. Let's see what his reviews look like. Well, if they're going to check out your Google business. They're still going to go to Facebook. They're still going to go to these other places. So if you're showing what you do in those places, it, it legitifies what you do to the end customer, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to share one thing that one of my clients did that I thought was absolutely brilliant when their service technicians went to the homes and they had a dog, a cat, whatever animal they had, they said, can I take a picture of your dog, cat, animal? And can we have that dog, cat, animal be our customer of the week? And <laughs> obviously the customers loved it. And so every week they would post a new dog, cat, animal, you know, gerbil, ferret, whatever. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and people were coming back just to see the pets. I mean, it yes. was amazing how much, you know, interaction they got simply by posting a pet customer of the week. It was just amazing. And it worked because yes. you could see it going and it, it went into their website and obviously they posted it there too, but it was just amazing how much on Facebook and I think they just did it on Facebook. I don't think they did it on Instagram, but it was on Facebook. So I, yes. you know, that's, that go ahead. And that it's brilliant because the biggest thing they're doing is creating the engagement. So since they don't get much business just from posting a roof because no one cares about it, people love animals. So now they're giving more incentive for those people to share the work of what they're doing because they're really caring about sharing their animal. <laughs> yeah, well, from a roofing, these were heating, heating and air contractors, so they were in the house and everything else like that. From a roofing perspective, we posed the dog, the cat, looking at the roof. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So cool. All right. So how do, you know, we talked about how to start, but tell me what results should look like. Yes. So again, we need to remember this is long-term. So if you hire an SEO company tomorrow, you do not see results the next day unless they're doing ads for you. So what I tell everybody to do is whether before you hire someone or not, track everything that you are doing. The easiest way is with call tracking. So you should have a separate number. If someone finds your website just from a, a straight Google search, they should have a different phone number. If they're calling your Google profile page, they should have a different phone number for calling an ad. The reason I'm just telling everybody to start tracking everything is so therefore you can separate the results. So you know what clients are coming from what avenues. This is the biggest thing I make every client do when they come on board with us because we need to know what's working and what's not working to make a game plan with it. So because they're doing that results, because they don't happen overnight, what I tell a lot of people is usually after about 90 days. So let's just say a contractor, HBC contractor heard this interview and they said, okay, I'm going to write all my service pages. You know, I'm going to talk about uh, furnace replacement, AC replacement, repair. Maybe I do some coil work. They're going to go through that. They create all those pages. They're going to look 90 days out after that back at their Google analytics. So you want to make sure you have this analytics and this tracking on because you can see where these pages start to move and start to get a little bit more traffic with it. So it is that funnel concept. The first thing you're going to see is potentially just impressions. 
of that website. So that means you're showing up a little bit more in the search rankings. Doesn't mean people actually went to your website just yet. But the good thing to notice, and the one thing I'm very adamant about everybody's impressions don't mean a lot. It's what actually happens. The phone calls are what matter. But you can use metrics like impressions to see if you're moving, if you're getting that traction with it. So ideally, within 90 days, Google has run its bots everywhere. They've kind of seen what's going on with your website. And they're going to start to move your website based on how well they think you did creating good resources, um, what they're trying to rank you for. Most ideal times, 90 days to six months, you should see results happening. If you're not, you could be in a more competitive industry or you're not doing the right things. But usually max six months, you need to see traction happening on your SEO. Absolutely. Brittany, thank you so much for being with us and give us the, your website again and tell them how they can get their free strategy session. Yes, please. So anyone that's listening, please visit our website. It is One Thing Marketing and it's spelled out O-N-E-T-H-I-N-G marketing.net. And you can click on a button for your free 30-minute strategy session where I will do a website and SEO audit of what you have. And we will do a brainstorming session within that 30 minutes and get you a good game plan so you can get more leads coming to your business as soon as possible. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, Ruth. I appreciate it. And thanks to all of you for joining us. Choose one thing that you discovered and implement it in your business. These ideas, tactics, and strategies help you make more money, have more free time, and give back. If you like today's program, spread the word. Please review this podcast on any device you're listening to it on. Help a fellow contractor make more money too. For comments or questions, call me at 770-729-0258 or email ruthking at hvacchannel.tv. Thanks for listening. Have a great and profitable day.